I love video games so much. I'm pretty fond of this podcast, too. They're fun. This is fun. Video games are fun. Well, not all games. Echo the Dolphin's not really that fun, but most games are fun. You know what isn't fun? Buying razor blades. And my friends over at Harry's agree. And that's why they started their company. And I don't understand why anybody would buy razors from anyone else. I'm super serial. Hit up harrys.com slash RTG and pick up a $3 trial set to find out for yourself why I'm so damn serial about this. Harry's makes the best razor blades out there and they ship them right to your front door. I don't think I'm allowed to lie in these, but I'm not anyways. I've been using Harry's for years and I've never considered going anywhere else. The blades come in this awesome little container that's easy to travel with and keeps them sharp and clean and the razor handle doesn't look like a piece of plastic out of cyberpunk. Those handles are great for high school kids with peach fuzz but you're a man now. Shave like one. And it's not just the blades. Looking good is great but smelling good is just as important. Harry's has skin softening body wash with scents like stone, wildlands, and redwood. I don't want to smell like plastic. I want to smell like a man. They have awesome smelling deodorant for $5, hair products, grooming supplies, everything you need to go from a five to a nine. Well, like an eight, and we don't want to overpromise. Well, like an eight, at least. Harry's offers subscriptions so you can get your blades and supplies when you need them, and you can feel free to cancel at any time, but you won't want to, I promise. Listen to me. Harry's is legit. Getting ripped off isn't funny. Switch to Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just three bucks at harrys.com slash RTG. That's harrys.com slash RTG for a $3 trial set. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Remember the Game. It's my retro gaming podcast where every week a buddy of mine and I sit down and we geek out about the games we played back in the day. My name is Adam Blank. Thank you all so much for listening. This week it's episode 63 and 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 uh, uh, this is the worst game that we've covered on this show, I think, so far. We are talking virtual bart as you just heard homer kind of try to say in the intro there for the sega genesis and the super nintendo equally as garbage uh i assume i never played the sega genesis one but i can't imagine this game is a masterpiece over there when it sucks so much ass on this side um i want to do a few more of these like i mean because like don't get me wrong like just because this game sucks doesn't mean that we're coming in just all mopey and and low energy and like ah well whatever like we're gonna we still have a good time my pal Chris is here he's a big Simpsons fan and we uh we let this game fucking ha- at least I did I don't remember we recorded this a little while ago I know I let it fucking have it I can't remember if Chris did he probably did too uh you'll find out I mean it shows you how professional I am I don't listen back to them once I were done recording them they're done uh, but I want to do a few more of these bad game episodes moving forward I've, a few of my regular guests and I have talked about doing bad games the big problem we run into with the bad games 
is that no one has like memories of them. You know, like this this whole podcast is centered around your memories of playing these games and growing up and like, oh, do you remember this? Do you remember that? Like you guys know you're listening. You, I see the downloads. People are going back and finding old episodes of the games they like and hopefully this is triggering those good feelings. And when it's a bad game, nobody has those feelings. Like I have tons of bad games that I played growing up. Like like crazy. Like I could do, I could talk about Ghostbusters on the NES for an hour and there is going to be an episode of that game someday. Uh, and that game fucking sucks, you know, but I still played it. And this is one of those ones. I grew up as a big Simpsons fan. I played all the Simpsons games and some are way better than others. And this is one of the, oh, this, I mean, this isn't Simpsons wrestling, Simpsons skateboarding bad, but this is pretty fucking bad. So, uh, the highlight of this game, in my opinion, is Principal Skinner bending over and shaking his ass at you while you're throwing tomatoes at people, which we'll talk about more in the uh, in, a, in a few minutes. And that's the screenshot I used to promote the game. And I used the screenshot from the from the show because the screenshot from the game is hardly recognizable because this game fucking sucks. Anyway. Uh, we made it entertaining, I think. I hope you guys have fun with this week's episode. You know I'm going to ramble for a few minutes first. Uh, if you don't like listening to all my rambling, check the comments or the description and there'll be a, a timestamp to tell you when to just go if you just want to listen to us uh, shit all over Virtual Bart. Uh, if you missed it, we talked about a good game on Monday and that was The Messenger. Uh, that was our, our Patreon episode, our first of two Patreon episodes for September. I am going to quickly get my Patreon plug in like I always do. Uh, we just talked to Messenger. We're starting to get a nice little backlog of Patreon episodes. In addition to the, the Q&A rambling ones that are in there, we've talked The Messenger, we've talked Cuphead, we've talked Octopath Traveler. All three of those games are sick. And uh, next month for October's first Patreon episode, uh, we may just be looking at the Link's Awakening remake, hint, hint. Uh, which I'm so fucking excited for. Plus, it gives me an excuse to just play the shit out of it when it comes out in a couple weeks. So uh, if you guys are interested in listening to all those games, you can get them all for two bucks a month. Patreon.com slash Remember the Game. It's only $2. You get a whole bunch of extra episodes. You get a shout out on the show. You get an entry into our prize draw. Shout out to Freezer Burnt. He won a $20 gift card for PlayStation Network uh, just, for, just by being a Patreon. So check it out. You guys, I, sorry, I'm done plugging it now. Uh, I hate I hate plugging it. I feel greasy, but you know the podcast comes with expenses, and I'm just trying to do a nice thing and give stuff back and blah 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 blah. Anyway, uh, the Sega Dreamcast turned 20 this week. It turned 20 uh, yesterday on the 9th, and uh, so happy birthday to the Sega Dreamcast. If I sound a little cor- for course, a little cor- for force. If I sound. If I sound a little coarse this week in the intro, I had a week of shows uh, where I was headlining and I almost lost my voice. And I've been taking a day or two off here to try to get it back, but I couldn't sit on the podcast. So just I forgot to mention that off the top. I apologize if it sounds a little coarse. The audio quality should be better because I'm back at home for a couple of days, so that's dope. But anyway, uh, I just wanted to mention that. I forgot to do that off the top. Sega Dreamcast just turned 20. Uh, Happy birthday, I guess. And uh, to the three people that bought one, I hope you guys... Had a great birthday. Uh, that's that's the semi joke. We all know that the Sega Dreamcast should have been good. There were a lot of mistakes there. Uh, I actually watched a really interesting video on the Dreamcast the other day on YouTube. If you guys have never watched him, I'd highly recommend uh, the Gaming Historian. He does a lot of really great like retrospective videos on video games history and stuff like that. And he was talking about the Dreamcast and how I didn't realize. Well, I kind of realized. Like I knew that its biggest problem was that it went up against the PlayStation Two, right? We all know that. Uh, but there was a lot of other things. Like their games weren't really protected. You could burn them and then just play burnt games and stuff like that. And it wasn't as powerful and. 
as the PlayStation 2 and some of its competition. And I and I really do, and this isn't me just being a Sega hater, because I'm I've come around on Sega a lot. But uh Sega fucked up a ton, right? We all know that. The Genesis was cool, but then the Sega CD, the Sega 32X, all the game gear fucking sucked, all that stuff, you know, and the Sega Saturn. And by the time it got to the Sega Dreamcast, I think most people were just kind of like, fool me once, shame on on you fool me 847 times and shame on me um it's too bad i'd like to see a re-release of some of those games you know uh people say that sonic adventure is good i had a sega dreamcast when i collected video games back in the day but i didn't really play it that much i thought it looked cool i liked the controller i did find the controller weird that the the uh cord went into the bottom because they left the top open for the that weird memory card thing that it came with. And so I always found it a little awkward to hold because the controller couldn't stretch out all the way because it would pull out the bottom of the controller. And that controller was fucking huge. But uh, I don't know. It's too bad. I mean, Sega's fine. They're making third-party games now. It's all good, right? I mean, we really can't support any more systems. I think a Sega Dreamcast Mini or a Dreamcast like collection or something would be pretty rad. But uh, happy birthday. Sega Dreamcast and all you Sega nerds, congratulations. And speaking of Sega, the Sega Genesis Mini comes out in like 10 days or something. I'm next week and I'm pretty fucking excited for that. I have it pre-ordered. I've got two pre-ordered because we gave one away on the Patreon, hint, hint. Um, but I'm pretty excited. Uh, I've been playing a little more Sega lately. The, I have the Sega Classic Collection on my Switch. I'm really looking forward to getting my hands on that Sega Genesis Mini and having a Sega Genesis controller to play some of those games with. Uh, there's a new Mega Man game on it. That's the number one game that jumps out at me on the Sega Genesis Mini is the Wily Wars. I've never played it. I love Mega Man. I didn't even know that game existed until they announced it for the Sega Genesis Mini and I was like, fuck yeah. Uh, play a little bit of Sonic. It's going to be fun. I'm looking forward to it. I plan on trying to get some Let's Plays recorded off of it um and we're going to be doing a couple sega genesis episodes here in the next few weeks you know uh, blatantly to try to cash in on the on the hype and the hashtags that'll be going around the sega genesis classic so i know we've got a sega genesis episode locked and loaded for next week this one's kind of a sega genesis one because this piece of crap was on it and uh and i'm hoping to get uh, at least one more locked and loaded to record out the week after we're supposed to be setting it up but we'll see you guys know me i don't know what the fuck pardon me you guys know i don't know what the fuck i'm doing where are we at? It's almost eight minutes. Uh, and now we're going to get to the biggest news of the week before I get to what I'm playing. And it actually ties into what I'm playing. And that is, ladies and gentlemen, Super Nintendo games are on the Nintendo Switch. And I would be yelling and freaking out, but I don't have the voice to do it. But uh, that is big fucking news. I am excited. As you, <laughs> It was awesome when they... I can't... I don't think they had been announced. No, because that... that that direct was on the fourth, which was a week ago. So they hadn't been announced when I recorded last week's intro and outro. So this is the first I've touched of it, unless the unless you listen to the Patreon episode on Monday. Uh, when it got announced, I had literally I had listeners of this show, uh, and you all know who you are. I don't have my phone in front of me to go back and look all of them up, but reaching out to me on Twitter and being like, "You are in on Instagram," and being like, "Hey, you were the first one I thought of when I saw the news because I had talked about it so much." It was. Ah, fuck yes. Like, it took forever, but that's okay. I understand. I mean, as a gamer, it irritates me because I just want to play the fucking Super Nintendo games. But as a business, well, I'm not a business person, but as an intelligent enough person, I can look at Nintendo's business and be like, it makes sense. Sit on those games until the one-year anniversary of your online comes up and now everyone renews. And to their credit, like, I thought they were going to charge a little more and add, like, a tier to get the Super Nintendo games, and they didn't. They were just like, oh, hey, for all of you that have Nintendo Online, here's 20 Super Nintendo games. And that was really cool. And they, they said more are coming. I guess they've done away with their monthly rollouts. 
like they were doing with the NES game where they were just adding two or three games a month. They're just going to, at random intervals, tack on more Super Nintendo games, which is very Nintendo. Uh, but but that said, like it's not a big deal. There's a lot of really good games. Like, dude, they gave you some heavy hitters off the top. Like, you have Super Mario World, which I just played through and 100% it again last night uh, for the second time in like three months because I just did a Let's Play of it too. That game is absolute perfection. Link to the Past, Super Metroid, Yoshi's Island, Super Mario Kart, Star Fox, F-Zero, and more, and it's all just there in the palm of your hand, portable, save states, log in, log out anytime you want. Oh, it's fucking perfect. And there's some games in there that I've never played that I'm actually looking forward to. Like, I'm playing, I've been playing through uh, Demon's Crest a little bit, and that seems really cool. I'd never played that one before. Um, uh, honestly, I haven't played Star Fox in, like, fucking 25 years, so I definitely plan on hopping in there and giving that a shot, seeing how it aged. I'm just so happy. You know, the NES games were fun, but I, we all know a lot of them didn't age well. Uh, this is a big deal because Super Nintendo games, for the most part, like the good ones, have aged perfectly like this is a big big fucking thing and they don't have to roll them out every month these are longer beefier games you'll be able to play more of plus we're getting into the holiday season where we're all going to have other games we could play and i also think part of the reason they're not rolling them out every month is because nintendo learned their lesson with the nes collection and by the time we got to like month 10 11 12 of the nes shit was getting pretty ugly right so this time i think they'll take their time and when it's starting to look like people are getting antsy they'll roll out a couple more games they've got some big ones in the bank you're talking rpgs the Donkey Kong countries, right? Like, I mean, I haven't even done my homework yet. I plan on touching more into that uh, in a podcast down the road about what other games we want on there. But uh, this is perfect. This is my favorite. I'll tell you guys, legitimately, like if the Super Nintendo catalog beefs up, it'll have replaced the Super Nintendo. Uh, the Switch will replace the Super Nintendo as my favorite console of all time. Because not only will I have all of my favorite Super Nintendo games on the go, but I'll also have all the incredible shit that's on the Switch and it's all on the go and it handles perfect and I'm going to order one of those Super Nintendo controllers from Nintendo and I'm oh, I'm happy. Uh, all right, good enough. That's that's enough rambling this week. As far as what have I been playing, you guys know I got to touch on that. Well, I already told you the Super Nintendo Online primarily. I played through Super Mario World. I've played a little bit of Demon's Crest. I'm going to hop into Link to the Past, I think, right away. Uh, also, I've been playing uh, Tetris 99. They updated that at their Nintendo Direct last week, too, and uh, dropped a, a new pro mode where it's still Tetris. It's 99 players playing Tetris at once, but all 99 of them have won a game of Tetris 99. So it is fucking competitive. I haven't won one yet. I've got a few top 10 finishes. I love it. So Tetris 99 and uh, Super Nintendo Online. It's primarily all I've been playing. And that's probably all I will play until uh, the Sega Genesis Classic and uh, Link's Awakening Remake come out next week, which are both huge games, too. There's so many games. Ah! Anyway, speaking of games, that's what we have been, that's what I have been playing. Now we're going to talk about something that I don't ever want to play again. And that is this week's episode or topic. Uh, boy, fuck, this is not a good. I, I thought I was doing a good intro, but I'm fucking this up now. We're talking Virtual Bart. This game is ass. Uh, this, I don't hate the concept of it, but I hate every other thing they did, other than the tomato-throwing minigame that's in it, which they should release as like a 99-cent like mobile game. That would work. Uh, but this game sucks. I'm not going to cue the music until right near the end because, frankly, the music sucks too, and it's very repetitive and crappy. But my pal Chris, he is a, uh, he's a fellow gamer, a Patreon supporter, a friend, and his fellow Simpsons superfan. Uh, he's here, and, and we had a great time discussing the many, many faults of Virtual Bart. That was originally released in North America on September 26, 1994, it's available on the Super Nintendo and the Sega Genesis. It stinks. Cue the music. 
that's already long enough of this crap. We're going to tell you why right now, you guys. Check it out. Here we go. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Look, we all need somebody. Your spouse, your friends, your family. Lean on me when you're not strong. I hope my singing didn't ruin your day. But the point is, we all need relationships. And unfortunately, they're not always easy. They take work. My substantially better half and I have put more work into our relationship than just about anything I've ever touched. And that's how she's been able to stand me for so long. It's give and take. And therapy can be a great way to help balance the taking with the giving. I've been beating this drum for a while and I will continue to beat. Talking to a therapist is one of the best decisions I've ever made. It's almost like a massage for your mind. My therapist has helped me be a better partner, friend, and person. And honestly, sometimes they've just been a great ear to bend when I need to vent about the stress in my life. And therapy can help anyone. You don't have to have been through some crazy trauma to reap the benefits of talking to somebody. If any of this is getting through and you're thinking about giving therapy a shot, consider BetterHelp. I've used them myself, and they're legit when they say they make therapy as convenient and accommodating as possible. Fill out a short questionnaire, and they'll match you with a licensed therapist that suits your needs, and you schedule appointments around your schedule. And all of your sessions are done online or over the phone, so you can squeeze in a mind massage when it works best for you. Become your own soulmate, whether you're looking for one or not. Visit BetterHelp.com slash RememberTheGame today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash RememberTheGame. So we're going to dip back to the Simpsons well this week um, because after we recorded Bart's Nightmare and put it up, everybody seemed to really enjoy talking. I didn't realize as many people had played some of these shitty old Simpsons games as they have, but uh, people seem to love it. So we're going to go back to the well this week. We're talking virtual Bart with my friend Chris, uh, who is not only a video game nerd, but a Simpsons nerd like myself. Uh, Chris, how are you, buddy? Well, finally, something I can talk about that I actually know something about, too. So Yeah, well, uh, <laughs> just uh, that doesn't mean it's anything good to talk about. So Chris and I just drove about a half hour together to get here to do the podcast. Uh, we're already drinking. We're going to our one of our best friends' uh, stag party in about two hours. So we're gonna, uh, this is as much as I've ever drank on this show. Um, and we were trying not to talk about virtual Bart on the drive over because I didn't want to burn the conversation and then have to rehab it on the podcast, but, um, Chris, if you had to sum virtual Bart up in one sentence before we get into this, what would you say about virtual Bart? It's like a season one episode of the Simpsons. You liked it at the time, but oh boy, has history not been kind. This, <laughs> this game fucking sucks. That's my dual boy. I'm going to light this fucking game up. This is, I posted on our Facebook page today that I was about to record an episode of this podcast and it was probably the lowest score I'm ever going to give a game on this show. And I don't know, maybe I'll give a lower one someday, but this is going to be the lowest score I've given a game thus far. Um, if you never played it, Virtual Bart, it's on the Super Nintendo and it's on the Sega as well. Uh, did you ever play the Sega one? Did yeah, we... it would have been on the Genesis. Yeah, that's where yeah. I would have. Okay. But you were playing it today on the SNES, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah me too. Yeah. Sorry, drinking. <laughs> um, so I, I, as my understanding is they're very, very similar. I think they're identical, aren't they? I, I think so. I think it's the same basic six minigame levels. Okay. 
I, fuck, I'm not going to lie to you. Being a Super Nintendo homer, I was kind of hoping you'd be like, actually, the Sega version's even worse. And I could be like, <laughs> of course it is, fucking Sega. Um, based kind of like the Bart, Bart's Nightmare and most of the Simpsons video games, it's basically a collection of like almost mini games, I would say. Yeah. You know, like it's basically a whole bunch of these tiny little video games with a hub world slash menu thing. Yeah, it doesn't even have the hub world like Nightmare had. It's just you're on that stupid virtual reality wheel and it just roulettes you a level or, or yeah. lands on the death score and you lose a life. Yeah, it's fucking ridiculous. Like, So, I mean, at least in Bart's Nightmare, there was a storyline. Bart had to collect his homework and you walk through this hub world trying to find pages of your homework. Virtual Bart, he walks in and he's at the school science fair. And, uh, and you said it in the car. Uh, but you are correct. The single best thing about this game is the cutscenes, the little cameos <laughs> of characters, stuff like that. I will say, as shitty as the video game is, there are, like there there's some nice little nods to Simpsons fans in this game. And like I don't remember exact date this game came out. But this was during like like the peak of that show or close. Like this was when that show was good and people loved the Simpsons. You know what I mean? And it's cool that they threw as many little characters and little nods to the show as they did into it. I'll give them that. That's the best part. Yeah, like I think it must have been. I think it was mid '90s or something like that. So like mm-hmm. that's about season five, six, seven, where yeah, the heyday. They were rolling, age, man. Yeah, so. so yeah, so the game starts. Bart at the science fair to school, and you walk in, and a couple of the science fair projects, even like the little cutscene where Bart walks through the science fair. <laughs> um, there's Bart's project is Homer's head in like a glass jar, <laughs> which is fucking weird. It's like Homer's head in like a glass jar full of booze or like of water or whatever. Millhouse has perpetual motion and it looks like it's just a ball in like a hamster like tunnel with like a vacuum. But the best one of the the science projects you walk by is the last one where it's will electricity revive my dead cat or something. (laughs) And and the girl's crying and it literally just a dead cat getting shocked. And I was like, all right, like I turned it on. I have not played this game in in, like I assume you have until today. Like I didn't play this game in 20 years. Oh, yeah. Okay. Like I did not remember anything of it. Uh, but I turned it on and I was like, oh, okay, well that was kind of funny. Maybe this game's all right. And then Bart goes into this room where there's like a virtual reality machine and he gets trapped in and then the game starts and that's when shit goes downhill. Uh, this, this game peaks in about six seconds. Uh, and so like you said, there's no hub. Basically it's Bart strapped into the virtual reality machine. And then there's like a whole bunch of like little icons. It's almost like wheel of fortune, I guess, for lack of a better term, right? It's like spin the wheel. Yeah, like a roulette yeah. yeah and there's like a whole bunch of little icons and each one is like a different mini game that you can go play or else and this is the first of many criticisms i have of this fucking game the the at the top of the wheel there's an icon that that rotates between a skull and crossbones and a corn dog and if you stop on that one which is completely i mean i guess if you got the timing down you could probably stop it wherever you want like if you knew when to hit the button but i never got a feel for it today like i was just completely crap shooting it if you stop on did you stop on that top one at all today uh no fucking right. <laughs> if you stop and you get the corn dog you get an extra life if you stop and get the skull and crossbones you lose a life and that's all that there's no game you just lose a life and keep going and i was like and i got it twice in a row today and i was like what the fuck is this so you just lose two lives without doing anything yeah i ended many a game where that's the last life i had that's where it would stop and you got game over because you're dead so <laughs> stupid and what world was that a good idea like in look fuck and like in a game full of shitty ideas that's probably the worst one so the first point of the game is to not stop this stupid machine on the skull and crossbones and so i i never even really because i've never beaten a, a level in this fucking game excuse me have you i the only one i ever beat was the tomato toss one mm. 
Which is the best one in yeah. the game too. Um, my understanding though is to beat the game, you have to beat all the yeah, beat all the levels, beat, all, beat all the yeah. mini games, and then Bart gets out of this machine that he's fucking terrified of, but they leave him in for some fucking reason. <laughs> That's pretty much the ending of the game. <laughs> what a piece of shit game. Okay, so I'm just going over my notes here to see if there's anything good that I fucking didn't mention yet. But no, so far it all sucks. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, like you said, even right off the top. The fucking, you can tell that it's the sound chips from the 16 bit, like Super Nintendo area. He's like, Virtual Bart. Like, it fucking <laughs> sounds like nothing. So stupid. Um, so, I guess we just get into the mini games. Pretty much. So, yeah, I guess there's no. Okay. Uh, so, there's six mini games, if I'm not mistaken. One, two, three, four, uh, five, six. Yeah, this is a very professional podcast. Uh, so I, I mean, I'll just start on my list. I guess. We'll yeah. Go might as well. uh, okay. So the first one I played today uh, was the water slide. That one was fun. Okay, I've that got was... some criticisms, but you're okay. So and this is okay. I, I'm going to try to give it its due where it's where it is due. Uh, so the first one, the first level is is a water slide, and it's Bart going down a water slide, and it's obviously based. On the episode of The Simpsons where they go to Mount Splashmore, the water park. Uh, like, even as far as, like, as soon as that part starts, Bart's in that huge line. Yeah, that's how it starts. He's, right. Oh, line. Yeah. <laughs> and then he walks up and there's this huge line, which in the episode, they're stuck in this huge line at this water park. And then they, Lisa cries. And I can't remember. Through. Was the park closing pretty quick? That's why he had to get through the slide so fast or something like that? Or I No, I think he just wanted to go down the slide. Uh, I think it was just a huge line. And then Lisa started crying and then they got through the line. Um, okay, so that part, mildly entertaining because there's actually like some cameos of characters in this line and shit like that. Uh, but then the gameplay fucking starts. And you liked, and I'm not going to shit on what? you for it. I, it's, it's, it's a discussional podcast. I Did you like the water? A, I think that's the thing, though. I think it's the humor in it was funnier. And the, the gameplay was terrible. It's more or less a choose your own adventure. Oh, you go left, right, left, right, and you have to. So you're going, yeah, like you're going down this giant water slide and like you can steer Bart from left to right and he can kind of go up the sides of the water slide a bit. To avoid the people. Huh? And, and you're, yeah, slide. and you're trying to avoid obstacles and some of the obstacles are even funny. Like there's people from the show. <laughs> like Krusty's in there, Krabappel's in there. Right. There's like a submarine periscope coming at you. There's um, like, I think Blinky the fish is in there. Like there's, you know, so some of that is kind of entertaining. Um, then there's also clocks that you have to try to pick up because they'll extend your time because you can run out of time. And there's also corn dogs you can get to refill your life that you lose every time you hit something. Um, but, uh, but every once in a while you come up to like a, a fork in the road in the slide and you have to pick left or right. And, uh, I, I don't, I think it's basically every single one, but in most of them, if you go the wrong way, you run into Homer's ass. Yeah, for the right. most part, yeah. <laughs> Which is funny. Like, admittedly, that's funny. Yeah, you run funny. into his dangling legs and you hear the, ah! And mm-hmm. it spits you back up and you have to go the other it way. It brings you up and you go the other way. And it's funny because, like, in the episode of Simpsons, Homer gets stuck in the slide. And it's one of the funniest moments in the history of this show. <laughs> but um, this is frustrating to me because it's completely random. Like, I mean, maybe if you've played it over and over, there's a way to, like, you, maybe you know which way to go. Um, but there's no there's no indication or anything that you're going the wrong way. You just hit them and then it backs you up. You lose some life and you keep going. It's more like yeah, it's a coin flip the whole. Trip it's a coin flip the whole fucking way, which is ridiculous. And dude, it is almost impossible to fucking dodge stuff that's coming at. It's complete fluke because the graphics are not smooth. It almost like the the items come or like the the obstacles on the water slide, like the people and the and the fucking um like the periscopes and shit come at you like it's like mario kart where they they don't come smoothly at you it's like a it's like a really tiny uh uh, pixel and then it gets bigger and then it gets bigger and then it gets bigger but like they they move at random too like it's there's it's no fucking 
As soon as you leave the water stream, too, you're stuck. Like, on the side of the slide. and Yeah. It's fucking retarded. Oh, I don't like to say that word. It's fucking... <laughs> I'm just so angry, and now I've had some beer. Uh, it sucks, okay? And then, let's say you don't run out of health. Okay, let's say you make it the whole way without getting hit by enough items, and it doesn't kill you. And let's say you don't run out of time. You somehow make it down. Eventually, like, I didn't realize this until I was playing it today. It'll, uh, it'll spit you out of a fucking exit... And it's not the right exit. Hey, buddy. Oh, yeah. Um, and, uh, for ladies and gentlemen, uh, you guys, uh, my buddy Mark just walked in. He's coming to this dag party, too. Yeah. Got a beer in his hand. Hey, buddy. Um, we might need a few minutes here. Yeah. You're welcome to hang out. There's a seat here. Uh, this is how professional my podcast is. Um, we're talking about Virtual Bart. Did you ever play Virtual Bart? No? It fucking sucks, Mark. It fucking sucks. <laughs> well, yeah, so you take the wrong exit of the slide. And I thought, because like the game, like I came up to like a dark exit. And I was like, oh, fuck, I beat the slide. No, it spit me into a wall and ended the game. Like, I got a Those game over. the best part of that level, though, because there's the one, yeah, you hit the wall and either you go through it and or you hit the wall and you slide down it. Fucking, but there's it's all... where you just fall down Springfield Gorge because the slide runs out and he screams all the way down. Like, sure, it's funny, but it's <laughs> just random and house. stupid. <laughs> like, it makes no fucking sense. And then, and then you just go back to the virtual reality wheel and you've lost another life. Fuck right off. Have you seen the ending for that slide, though? No, I've never made it. If you do make it through, like, actually, I cheated. I watched the YouTube of all the level completions and fails. So, like, if you win it, all you get is you actually land in the water and you splash Sherry and Terry. So, the success is worse than the failure, Fuck right off. (laughs) Fucking, okay, so, 0 for 1 in the six mini games. Okay, the water slide sucks. Other than Homer's ass. And even that gets old after a little while. Because you're like, oh, fuck, there it is again. Second one is the tomato game. Uh, which is the best mini game in the game? Agreed. I think so. Yeah. Uh, so for this one, you're at school and you're on a mailbox uh, across the street from Springfield Elementary, and then there's like a bunch of kids from Bart's class like walking back and forth in the front yard, and you're whipping tomatoes at them. And uh, and admittedly, it doesn't handle super great. Like you can hit the one button, the depth meter kind of goes out, then you hit it again to throw. Yeah. And you got to catch them kind of as they're walking across, right? But uh, it handles okay. Straight away um, is good. If you try to angle it, that's uh, it's, I, I get, shoot, Yeah, I give up. Uh, but it's kind of okay. And the key is, like, it's photo day, so you need to cover all the kids in tomatoes before the time runs out or you run out of tomatoes. Yeah. Uh, and, it, and, like, and it's, and like admittedly, and this is where you can see that at least they put a little bit of effort and care into, like, giving the credit to the show because it's, like, there's Sherry and Terry and Milhouse and Ralph and, all and the Wendell. And, yeah, yeah. Like, it's it's yeah. actually kids from this from this show. Um, and then as you start picking the kids off, adults start walking through the screen and you get like principal Skinner, uh, groundskeeper, Willie, Mrs. Krabappel, chief Wiggum is there for yeah, some Wiggum's fucking reason. Um, and then by the end of the, <laughs> by the end of it, you've got like one or two kids left and, and you need to dodge all these adults that are walking around and only hit the kid with the tomato. And if you hit one of the adults, you get game over, right? You get, you lose a life. Unless it's Skinner. Cause he bends over to tie his shoe and then you peg him in the ass and yeah, that counts, which is hilarious. Okay. <laughs> because again, another node to the show Bart, or Principal Skinner is constantly bending over to tie his shoe. And when he does, he has, like, for 16-bit video game system, the amount of definition that they put into Principal Skinner's ass when he bends yeah, over swaying is swaying back and forth. Like, it's yeah. like that. The, there's, like, a great scene in The Simpsons where Homer or Bart's holding Lisa's giant tomato. Principal Skinner's tying his shoe with his ass waving back and forth, and Bart beans him in the ass with the giant tomato. And that's basically what they're ripping off. And it's fucking hilarious. It, and then, so then if you hit one of the adults wrong or you run out of tomatoes, uh, then it shows the class picture and everyone you would have hit with a tomato, that you hit with the tomatoes covered in tomato and Principal Skinner's mad at you. Yeah. 
pretty entertaining, actually. It was pretty good, yeah. And like the picture varied depending on how many kids you picked. So if mm-hmm. you didn't hit many, he Bart was actually sad. If he hits them all, he's like making faces at the camera. And yeah. I think if you hit everybody the first time, then they cancel and you have to do it all with eggs the next day, and it's a little harder. But oh, I never got that far. Yeah, and same thing though. It's all right. So it's pretty entertaining. Best, best. Okay, it's so the best game in the best game yeah. of the six for sure. Look, we've all been there. You're on your computer, you're plugging away at a project or a video or a podcast, and then somehow you lose your work. The computer crashes, you drop your phone on the delete key, your hard drive isn't terraformed or whatever it is, hey, lightning strikes the transmitter, doesn't matter. Bottom line, your work is gone and it's devastating which is why you need backup, literally, in the form of CrashPlan. They're offering a free trial of their computer backup services and some special deals, all for the hot dogs at CrashPlan.com RTG. CrashPlan is the ultimate computer backup service. Whether you're just a solo internet renegade like myself, or you run a business with a bunch of people all click-clacking away, CrashPlan hangs out in the background while you work, and every 15 minutes, they encrypt and backup all the files on your computer that have changed in that time. So if your computer decides to jerk you around and they do and you lose your work a backup is waiting for you and it's not a backup from yesterday it's a backup from the last 15 minutes come on now that's that's pretty sweet and not only are they saving the most recent versions of your work they can back up unlimited versions of your work so it's like a rewind button realize you screwed something up an hour ago just rewind an hour go find an old version of it and you're just like that you're done you're back to the races it's awesome time is money don't waste your day redoing your work in a rage-filled stupor if something goes wrong. Check out Crash Plan, invest in a safety net, and save yourself a ton of time and stress when your computer decides not to play nice. Seems like a no-brainer to me. Go to CrashPlan.com RTG to sign up for a free trial and take advantage of one of their limited-time buy-one-get-one offers for Remember the Game listeners. That's CrashPlan.com RTG. Back up better with Crash Plan. Uh, next we get to what I consider to be the worst of the fucking six mini games, and that is Baby Bart. Um, That's not my worst one, but it's probably, you know, I'll put that in the middle. I didn't mind Baby Bart. I fucking hate everything about it. (laughs) So you're Baby Bart and he fucking breaks out of his house and he has to go across trees with animals. And if you fall out of the tree, you die and you go from branch to branch. And I will say again, in the way they show the show credit or give the show credit, the way Bart constantly swings, like when he's a baby on the clothesline, very entertaining. That's great. I think this fucking game handles awful. I can never get him to stick to what I want him to stick on. He falls off fucking everything. (laughs) And the music, Chris, and I noticed it today, it's the same like 10 seconds of music over and over. It's more like an ice cream truck tune. Yeah, and I was like, I finally muted my TV. I'm like, fuck, I can't do this. This is fucking (laughs) awful. But Bart's clips are awesome during that because you hear this, whoa, mama. And like, (laughs) he just, whoa, every time he flies. and I fucking hate it. (laughs) I hate it. I can't get him to grab anything I want him to fucking grab as far as the tree branches. And if you miss a tree branch, then he falls and his head gets stuck in the ground. And I'm like, good. (laughs) Fucking good. Now Homer will be happy and I don't have to play this fucking anymore. (laughs) Um, And if you get through the trees, then you end up on clothes lines and i don't know about yourself if you know anything past there please tell me because that's as far as no, i can fucking that's get that's the one i don't know how it ends like um i know starting out it's just yeah homer's putting a bit you hear this night night bart and, mm-hmm. <laughs> and he just hops out the window like again it's the cutscenes of the sounds made it enjoyable so. yeah but like i'd rather just go watch an old yeah, episode of the simpsons than, than play this fucking taint of a game <laughs> um that's all i have to say about yeah, baby bart if you got anything to add to it i hate one, it no. 
The controls drove me fucking insane. You know, I'm going to put that as third out of six in the games, though. I had these all ranked out before okay. the game, so. All right. Uh, I got the, the Road Rash ripoff. That one I hated. Oh, God. That one's second last. So the, the power plant explodes. And then Bart is basically doing like a road rash Mad Max thing where he's riding like a motorbike, uh, I guess, to town. And like, it's basically, I think it's only, it's just, it's just Kearney and Jimbo. Yeah. Are the two bad guys. And they're like constantly pulling up beside you on like segways and scooters and shit, hitting you with chains and throwing stuff at you. And you have to like fight them off and avoid all the obstacles. And I think you have about 20 seconds each to get to the, like the next checkpoint to keep going. Um, the concept of it is great. I love Road Rash. Like the Road Rash games are are awesome. Uh, the controls for this one are so broken. Well, they pretty much took Road Rash and stripped anything fun out of it. Yeah, they did. Yeah. yeah, it was like the, oh my god, dude! It's it's fucking a bit. It's like they got. It's like they found like a fucking uh, one of the early builds of Road Rash in a dumpster. And just put the Simpsons characters on it. This it's, is the one where even the clips suck to it too. Like, yeah, it's just it starts out with just a flash, and he's riding his bike. Yeah, and there's a meltdown. And it's and it's it's like again, I don't know. Maybe someone's listening to this and is like, "Hey, just get good." But like, I googled this game in the process of doing my homework for this episode, and it showed up on like a list of like the hardest games ever. And it's broken. You can't get. Good. And it's, it's broken. fucking broken. <laughs> like the controls in this one are so bad. The characters are right beside you, but the fucking chain that Kearney can whip you with is like three times longer than your. <laughs> fucking boot and your shooting never works and the whole time Jimbo's in front of you throwing eggs or something at you and it's fucking awful so yeah. it's um you know what I would say okay yeah you know what I'll give a ranking of them at the end because I'm not even sure they're all bad other than tomatoes but I fucking hate road rash my notes for this one are road rash fucking sucks and that's my <laughs> only note for this mini game road rash my buddy Mark's leaning over to look at my shoulder road <laughs> rash so fucking sucks this game is terrible um okay so then the next one oh yeah the only thing remotely entertaining about remotely entertaining about the road rash one is when you when you do die and you will fucking die uh uh jimbo and kearney kind of like stretch your two arms yeah they pull your arms right which is kind of like eh, whatever Bart gives this scream and yeah it's whatever Jimbo's jimbo's okay that just seemed like the laziest one though like the rest are kind of somewhat made you at least they tried yeah uh there's the dinosaur one that's that's my bottom of the barrel. Okay, which is fair. Bart's a dinosaur, and the rest of the Simpsons family is like the Flintstones. And Bart, it's a, they tried to make a platformer, uh, and it, it it handles horribly. The controls are 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 fucking horrendous. Bart slides off everything. It seems like when he fucking yeah. jumps, and you can't tell where he because you have to climb up. You're climbing out. I actually I read about it. you're climbing out Mount Springfield, um, and so you're climbing. You have to jump from like rock platform to rock platform but it, it feels like half the time i fucking land on them and i just fall through like it yeah. doesn't stick or you slide off and then random ones break but they don't there's no way to know one is going to break and you've got about a half a second to react it's like the water slide with platforming it is it yeah seems. like it's just you don't know what's gonna break uh, when or what how your dinosaur uh, move. oh and then when you fall then you have to fucking start all over again and then like and i don't know if you got this far i got this far today um there's a part we have to try to get by barney He's guarding a cave and he keeps oh, burping. No. <laughs> and like his burp is so big that you can't get anywhere fucking near him to hit him. Like I died there so many fucking times. Think, was it with these platform levels? Like it wasn't a one hit. You went back to the wheel, right? Like if you died, I think you, you got like three lives. In it? some of them, like, like in the road rash one, you die. Yeah. But like in baby Bart and in dinosaur, you get like three lives yeah. before you lose a life in the main world. Yeah. yeah that's what I thought. Um, so there's a part in this one. And this is as far as I could get in the dinosaur one. 
you get by Marge, who is fucking cheap. She just throws bones and you can't get near. Uh, then you have to literally climb up. It's like it's it's like a tiny, it's like a skinny column with just two, it's like a left column of rocks and a right column of rocks. You hop back and forth. But as you're hopping back and forth, there are rocks falling down at you that are impossible to dodge that knock you off of the fucking platforms. And you don't go invisible after they hit you where you can climb through. They just keep hitting you. Yeah, well, it's just bang, bang, bang. You watch your yeah decay just just disappear and the rock platforms break at random and if one breaks and then you just fall to the one below it it doesn't reappear and there's no way to keep going yeah. until you climb back down to get it out of the screen <laughs> like fuck right off i've never been this angry during an episode of this show <laughs> fucking horrendous like so you're right dinosaur bart fucking sucks and then the last one do you have any more thoughts on Dinosaur Bart? You look like you had something else to say. The only good part about Dinosaur Bart is the end. If you die where the psychiatrist finds your skull, mm. the Bart-shaved dinosaur skull, and he goes, hmm. I agree with that. Smiles yeah. At it, yeah. Again, nice nice but little again, touch, it's... right? A nice little touch they threw in the, that professor I'd guy. I'd rather just die three times in a row and see that. And Me, yeah. Of my life. Oh, I hate it. And then the final <laughs> minigame is uh, Pig Bart. This one I like. This is probably the best platforming one. Okay. Now, listen. Um, like, I know I've been steering the conversation because I have a pretty big mouth. Um, in, like, the hours that I played of this game in preparation for this podcast, I could not get the wheel to stop on Pig Bart. <laughs> so, I haven't played Pig Bart in 25 years. So, if you could explain the premise of Pig Bart, well, that would be lovely because I don't know what the fuck it is. Well, Bart's a pig and he's trying to escape from Krusty's pork factory pretty much so there's clowns chasing you around trying to get you to go to be butchered or whatever oh. so but he bounces around on his tail like it's for the platforming ones it probably handles the best okay and I, yeah like i haven't played this one in a long time either i don't even know if he attacks or anything like that but you're more or less bouncing around trying to get out of the all right factory's the premise sorry so it's basically a less shitty dinosaur one yeah but you're a pig i would say so yeah fucking like it handles better than baby bart and dinosaur bart both okay well that's that's not saying much that's a fucking pretty <laughs> still, like, when I the mean, bar it's... is on the ground it's pretty easy yeah. to step over and that's fucking virtual bart but it's it's pretty much along the lines of the other two like all right it's it doesn't make the game better it's just less it's just less shitty yeah <laughs> and that's the six mini games so, so that was the the end of uh the end of pig bart if you do die though it's probably the best cutscene of the whole game where homer he's eating corn dogs he bites one, he bites one, he pulls one out that's just Bart's head on the stick and he goes, ah! It does a shriek and then he just eats it anyway nice. and keeps going. See, okay, so like, <laughs> the only reason that this game is not going to get a negative out of 10 score from me is because at least at points they throw a little love toward the show. And I'll give them that. They do a good job of that. But everything, fucking terrible. So that's the six mini games. My understanding is to beat the game, you just have to beat those six mini games without dying in them or dying on the fucking wheel of choosing games, which is the stupidest decision ever. Um, so, so, so how would you rank the six mini games then? You said you have a rough um, idea. If I had to rank them, yeah, from best to worst, I would go Tomato Toss, Pig Bart, Water Slide. Baby Bart, Road Rash, and then Dinosaur. All right. I'll go best to worst. I'll go Pig Bart because I didn't have to play it. <laughs> um, tomatoes. Uh, fuck. You know what? And then a four-way tie for fucking last between Dinosaurs, Road Rash, Baby Bart, and, uh, and what? You know what? Water Slide can go three. And then a three-way tie for last between the dinosaurs, the road rash, and baby Bart. Like none of these games could have stood on their own and made a full game. Like if it was a Fuck. full game of the dinosaur game or the, the full game of road rash, like the only garbage. The only reason this game is even known by anybody is because it's The Simpsons. This game yeah. is fucking brutal. And like, listen, we talked about this during the Bart's Nightmare episode. Um, 
a lot of Simpsons games were not good historically, but this one for my money is like in the bottom three along with Simpsons skateboarding and Simpsons wrestling. It's fucking this game. <laughs> I hate it. I think the two NES games are better. Bart's nightmare is better. Anything behind beyond those is better. Minus those two PlayStation one games. All the controls suck. The concept sucks. The options suck. The The only remotely redeemable thing about it is the, cave- the, the cameos by Simpsons characters. It fucking makes me so goddamn... I'm so, I was playing it this morning, drinking a coffee. And like, I have a great day ahead of me today. Listen, guys, I don't know when this podcast is going to go live, but like I said off the top, I'm sitting here with my friend Chris and my friend Mark. We're all drinking beers. We're getting ready to go out for like one of our best friend stag parties tonight. I've, it's Saturday. It's fucking 30 degrees outside, uh, which in, in Canada, I don't know where you're listening to this. I don't know how much that is in the US, like a million. I don't know. It's really nice outside. There's no reason to not be in a good mood. And after an hour and a half of virtual BART, I was so fucking angry. I was like, I hate this fucking game so much. He's lucky we like him, or that would have been his wedding present. A copy of Virtual Bart? (laughs) Fuck. Fuck fuck that. I don't I wouldn't do that to my worst enemy. (laughs) Fucking game. Chris, before we score this piece of shit and go get drunk, have you uh I've never been this riled up on this fucking show. I hate this game. Have you got any other closing thoughts on virtual Bart? I'm going to give a point to my score for when you get the game over screen. Cause that's actually pretty funny. Admittedly. So the highlight of the entire game for me is when you get game over and trust me, friends, if you've never played this, you will get game over. Uh, Bart gets out of the machine and then uh, it just says game over and you get hit with a 16 bit iteration of, <laughs> and it's fucking golden. And like it's like it's it's, it's like a, it's like a rainbow at the end of it's you know what the haha is? It okay, virtual Bart is the sewage pipe that Andy climbs through in Shawshank Redemption. And then when he falls out into the rain in the puddle and he feels so happy, that's the haha because you're out of the pipe. <laughs> Chris is Chris is just sitting here nodding his head. I hate it. I fucking hate it so much. It's bad. I it mean, sucks. It's... It sucks. The concept is minus minutely okay, but the game sucks. Uh, this might be the worst episode of the show ever because if you actually like Virtual Bart for some reason, you've probably already unsubscribed to the show. But if you haven't, um, don't go out of your way to play it because it's not available on anything uh, except for the odd uh, ROM. And I'm not going to plug those on here because that's illegal. But um, even, dude, if you played this game for free, you, someone owes you five bucks. You, you got ripped off. This game sucks. Some things are best left in the past. Yeah. Like this fucking game, <laughs> this game. Oh God. What, uh, Chris, what would you score virtual Bart on a scale of one to 10? I'll give it a five. It was, I mean, I rented it a couple times as a kid. Like it was, the cutscenes made it for me, like the fan service, but as a game, it's horrid. Like, yep, I could get liking it as a kid because, like, I liked the NES Bart or the Simpsons games as a kid, and honestly, they're not great. But it's just because it was a video game with the Simpsons in it, right? Uh, I will give it a one, a one out of ten. And the only reason it's getting a one is because of the haha and some of the character cameos. Otherwise, this game, I was literally prepared to, when I came to pick you up today. I was like, I'm giving this game a minus five out of 10. <laughs> but then after talking about some of the characters and the tomato game is is somewhat fun. Watch the episodes. Watch the episodes. Never play this game. Play uh, play some of the other video games if you have to. But just watch the old seasons because they're incredible. And uh, hopefully they'll be on Disney Plus soon and we can all just watch them for free. Or for 20 bucks or whatever the fuck Disney's going to charge us. Mark, you got any final thoughts on Virtual Bard over there, buddy? Sucks ass from ass from what I hear. That's right. Uh, Chris, thank you so much for doing the podcast. Yeah, man, anytime. And uh, you guys, thanks for listening to this 
fucking we'll be back next week with a good game all right maybe okay bye And that's going to do it for this week's episode. Chris, thank you so much for coming over and blabbing about Virtual Bart with me. And to all of you, thank you for listening. If you never played Virtual Bart and this podcast like was your intro to the game, you're good. Tap out. You've, 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 this was the best experience you were going to get out of this fucking terrible game. Um, you guys, as you know, uh, the Sega Genesis Mini is coming out next week, so we're going to have a Sega Genesis episode for you. Also, Link's Awakening Remake comes out next week. So for our Patreon episode in October, I think you should all expect perhaps a Link's Awakening retrospective when it comes to the remake of it and a review and all that good stuff. Uh, if you're interested in all that, you can also get episodes on Cuphead, Octopath Traveler, The Messenger, and some Q&A ones over at patreon.com slash rememberthegame. It's two bucks. If you had fun, please leave it. If you enjoyed the show, when I say you had fun, I mean, if you, if you had fun, that's the comedian in me trying to exit a, a comedy show. If you guys had fun. Uh, if you enjoyed the podcast, please leave us a good review on iTunes or wherever it is you review your 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 podcasts. I don't know how to see all of them because all I know how to use is iTunes podcasting, but I'm supposed to ask for them. Apparently, they do something good. And I know I listen to podcasts and they always ask me to leave reviews and I very rarely do, but uh, it takes like three seconds, just five stars. Podcast doesn't suck, hit send, and it would really help me out apparently, all right? With all that said, thanks for listening, you guys. We'll be back next week with episode 64. We're talking Sega Genesis. I won't, I don't want to give away the game yet, but yeah, it's. I think it's a good game. Uh, you guys are going to like it. In the meantime, go play some Super Nintendo on your Switch because it's there and the world is perfect again, and I'll talk to you again in a week. Take it easy, everybody. Cheers. Thank you.